Hey guys, and welcome to Give It The Beans podcast. I'm your host, Vaughn Wilson, on Instagram as VW Physique. So, for those of you that don't know me, this podcast is just an introduction that I can give you a little bit of background knowledge about myself and my journey so far, what the podcast is going to be about, and everything else in between. Now, what I will say is that what you might be joined by is my two fluffy feline friends. So if you hear a bit of meowing in the background of podcasts, it's uh, just peanut and pickles. So, hey, they may feature in their own episode, uh, who knows, but I will be getting some guests on here soon that will perhaps be fellow cat daddies. Now, the ultimate aim objective of this podcast is simply to just bring you all information in regards to physique development. Now, in doing so, we're going to dis- discuss strategies on working from the general population, absolute beginners, all the way up to competitive bodybuilding. And for that, I'll be talking with some of the industry's top coaches and the brightest minds. So we've got a couple lined up. I'm going to keep them secret for just now in regards to who's going to be on. But they will be exciting and what I'm going to try and do for you is just make it as easy and digestible as you can, uh, as I can for you. Now, I've listened to podcasts for a wee while now and I've been in the industry for almost six years. And what I find with some of the podcasts that I'm personally really interested in is the ones that are information overload, they're very technical and very, very sciencey. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone will love that. It doesn't mean that it's relatable, that everyone can understand. And some of the podcasts that I find have that wow factor for me and I take a lot from, I'll speak to someone in the gym about the same podcast and they say, oh yeah, it's really good, but I just don't understand any of the terminology. So what I'm going to try and do for you is when we get perhaps guests on, or even when I'm doing a podcast myself, that perhaps speak in a language that you don't understand, I'm going to break it down and I will try and ask them in a sense to say it in quote-unquote layman's terms so you can understand because, you know, let's take an example if we're speaking of the autonomic nervous system and if I use the term sympathetic dominance it's highly likely that no one has a fucking idea what I'm talking about. Um, Side note, I swear quite a lot so if you don't like that then I'd suggest maybe not listening to podcasts as much but if if you don't mind um, I will say the words M quite a lot, I will swear quite a lot but back to the topic is that I'm going to try and bring you as easy digestible information that you can use for your own training, for your own coaching and just information that you can pass on to others so they can, it can help them in their physique journey itself because whether you know it or not we're all in this together and I feel that there's perhaps too many, this is maybe a trend that's starting the industry right now that no one's willing to give any information away for free when ultimately, I mean if any coach is listening to this you can't expect someone to buy from you if they see no value in what you are putting out there. So 
this podcast is by no means aimed at coaches itself. It's aimed at anyone interested in physique development. And by that, I just mean changing your body. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be into bodybuilding to be listening to this, but I'm going to be getting on some coaches and speaking myself about topics that if you are, let's say, an intermediate gym user, weight trainer, you should be able to implement these things into your training. So we'll talk about training, programming, nutrition, um, and then when you get to the competitive bodybuilding side of things, we will discuss anabolics, PEDs. I feel that it's a very taboo subject that's often brushed under the rug and people can often be, I guess, embarrassed by their usage or they don't want people to know about their usage because it can get give the wrong impression. But that simply comes from a lack of understanding about the drugs themselves. And if someone's life choice is the fact that they they do that, then and it's a huge side of actual bodybuilding itself, then it's going to be something that we discuss, but ultimately it'll be all under informational purposes only, hypothetically purposes only. And of course, if that was something that you were going to be doing yourself, then ultimately you would seek the advice of a medical professional, a GP, a doctor, before you would even consider doing any of that. But there is an R coaches out there who perhaps work with a lot of um, clients who will be using these sort of drugs and for informational purposes and for like a gap, I feel, not in the industry, but for a gap in regards to podcast chatting about it, um, that's something that we will look to discuss. So all in all, that's a, a summary of what the podcast is going to be about. You're probably wondering, Vaughn, what the fuck does give it the beans have anything to do with fitness, bodybuilding or anything else in between? Um, I'm going to tell you the, the story behind it and take from it what you want, but it's something that, <laughs> that I've implemented now that sort of saying or coined that phrase for a good like three years now. So when I was younger, I want to say just about 17, and I hope he's listening, he's, he's probably not, but I was in a car with this guy called Callum Calhoun from Glasgow. Um, Callum, if you get a bunch of followers after this, I'm sorry, mate. But um, we were in his mate's car, and at that time we were sort of boy racers, and we were all about how quick can the car go and how loud can the exhaust be. So he was in the car, and he said to his mate, give it the beans. And his mate is doing about 40 miles an hour, like drops into second gear. And you can just imagine the sort of effect that had. You were thrown back. But how I've coined it is that you look at the rev counter when he dropped the gear. It was it was full throttle. It was giving it the beans. You heard it from the exhaust. So I coined that phrase a few years ago to just be in regards to the intensity that we're working at. We're at full throttle every time. And I'm sure that if you follow my Instagram, a bit of a plug here, at VW Physique, you'll know how I train, how my clients train, and what we expect. And ultimately, that's something that will help deliver results and will actually change the physique itself. Um, if you're training like a kitten, 
and you wonder why you're not changing, um, I would strongly suggest that you have a look at your training intensity. But I'm going to try and do my best not to ramble, but I will do that on, I'm sure, many occasions. But these podcasts aren't going to be, these podcast episodes, sorry, aren't going to be any longer than 45 minutes at an absolute max because again I feel that the podcasts that I listen to I'm really interested in are very very long but I can understand that if we think of an average you may be perhaps listening to this podcast walking to work you may be on a treadmill you're certainly not going to be listening to it um, you know giving it the beans on a, a big top set of hacks quote or whatnot and if you are get it off and get something like Limp Biscuit on or whatnot because <laughs> ultimately that will help um so that is the kind of gist again of the podcast itself i'm gonna i, I put up a, a q a on instagram not too long ago about just questions that people wanted to hear uh, a response to and i'll go through some of them now some of them i'm not going to go through just because simply i think that we can actually do a full podcast a full half hour 45 minutes on them but I'll, I'll get to them in a second but one of the questions actually was someone was asking about my journey any setbacks and how I adapted so my journey I started lifting weights when I was about 17 18 if you could call it that I always class it as the fucking about period where I lifted but I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just more so training for like, oh, you need to lift weights to get big and sort of just eating how I wanted. Now, I played basketball. I went to America for a year and trying to get a scholarship. That didn't work out. But when I stayed over there, I stayed with a family of, uh, you could call ex-bodybuilders as such, the host mum and dad and the um, host mum's brother were ex-bodybuilder so that kind of is where I was first exposed to bodybuilding as such then when I came home uh, I did my undergrad degree sports by medicine at Dundee University again the whole focus of when I was at university was simply play basketball socialize go out and listen I was out getting getting drunk uh, you know twice a week in the early stages of university so that quickly changed when I got to third and fourth year and then ended up graduating with honors in sports by medicine which I wish at the time I'd went back and actually valued um, because a lot of what I learned about I actually use and I'm really interested in now. So that, there was a time period where I had to kind of go back and go over everything I learned at university again uh, just to remind myself. But when I did, it didn't take too long to absorb it because I'd already done it before. Now, having graduated, I then decided I want a job in the fitness industry because the two things that I loved was one, coaching basketball, and two, was going to the gym. If you asked any of the anyone that knew me at the time it was they all I always had time to go to the gym in my finals which I had four exams in seven days I went to the gym five times um, I always just made a point of saying there's always time you simply have to find it and uh, that was a, a phrase growing up that my father taught me and it's something that I always implement into my own business and with clients as well so after that I got a job as a fitness instructor at the Fairmont and then thereafter my plan was always to set up my personal training business down in Pure Gym, Dundee in the city centre and from there it was just one to one but again at that time I was really new to it so I wasn't doing 
programs, I wasn't doing meal plans, the only thing I knew about eating healthy was the friggin' salad. So we all got to start somewhere, right? So that was close to six years ago, um, and since then it's grew arms and legs, and each year it's gotten bigger and better, and I've always had this thirst for knowledge in regards to just wanting to know more to help people, because I get tremendous amount of joy and happiness from simply helping someone change their body, helping someone, you know, I think ultimately in life you can't be happy until you start making other people happy, not just in regards to the partner whoever you're with, but just in thinking my job, when, when you get, I always say this to people, you kind of get into a, a routine of, you know, you're doing check-ins, you're doing check-ins, you're going through them, you're going through them, you're getting results, results, and all of a sudden someone just drops the bomb and they say, oh, I just want to say thank you so much, you've changed my life, blah, blah, blah. And you sit there and like, I get a little bit of a lump in my throat at times, and by the way, I'm, I'm an emotional guy and I'm not afraid to say that. And those are like the pin drop moments where you kind of go, fuck, this is why I do what I do and my job is fucking awesome. And I always am very grateful for to be able to wake up every day and to do what I love and to call it work. Because I don't see it as work, it's why if you follow me, I'll do check-ins when I'm on holiday in Mexico or Las Vegas or whatnot because I don't see it as work. So... That's really kind of where I'm at. Two years ago was when I decided, or two and a half years ago was when I decided to go more online. And now I do more online than I do one-to-ones in the gym. I'll only do max 15 uh, hours in the gym one-to-one and then the rest is simply online. It's my second year really uh, prepping people. But so far, uh, we've been very, I'm very fortunate to have worked with uh, a few, quite a few uh, really good athletes and we've always gotten some pretty decent results and the ones that return, uh, the ones that have returned this year have done that a little bit better than they did last year, they look better, Um, so that's obviously awesome to see and I think that over time I owe it to them and all my clients to make sure I improve my service, my knowledge, my education to ultimately give them a better service and I feel that in this industry if you're a coach and you're not doing that you're, you're just standing still, you're stagnating, you're not moving forward because things are always changing. And in an industry where like online coaching is saturated, even one-to-one saturated, you've got to be thinking what you're doing differently to anyone else that perhaps is in your gym or anyone else that's online. So that's what I try and um, do compared to anyone else in, in the country is just, just to put a style on training, uh, nutrition and, and how we do things and make it my own. And then from there, um, you know, we, we just have been doing what we've been doing for, for a few years. Um, in regards to my own journey, in regards to bodybuilding, um, I lifted weights for a good seven years, maybe eight years actually, before I got serious with it. And then when I got serious with it back in 2016, I worked with a few coaches, uh, Stu Mack, Jamie Dorigo, um, who I worked with over for a year and a half, prepped me for my first show in 2017, Uh, didn't place in that one, um, ultimately came last in that one due to not fitting the category, which is something that we'll get into when we do podcasts on bodybuilding. And I think that first prep for me was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I became pretty narcissistic on that with the first thing I'd ever done. I became very, very food focused, very selfish. Pushed a lot of people away. Um, at the time, it was perhaps to do with the drugs that I was on, but I'm actually not going to put it down to that. It was due to my 
own just sort of not really knowing uh, what can happen when you get that lean. Um, so I always look at that as a learning curve. I learned a lot from Jamie um, and then thereafter I did a reverse diet with Mr. James Sutton. Uh, you'll know him as James the Muscle Mentors on um, Instagram. And I'd already been uh, down to M10 Nottingham where James used to work, been to their physique camp physique theory camp, been to their practical camps and learned about their processes and methodologies that I then still use today with clients um, to get the results that we get. Worked with James for a year, um, again improved my knowledge on all things training, nutrition, anabolics. Since then I went to a Jordan Peter seminar in 2016, um, sorry 2017 and again at the start of this year. I've done a biomechanics diploma with biomechanics education um, and a whole host of other just sort of day events here or there. And then since then, um, I've been doing my own coaching. I did a photo shoot at the start of this year because some of my goals have changed in regards to I didn't think I'd want to compete again. Uh, but that has then since changed, having been to some shows this year. And with just where I'm at my personal life last next year will be probably the last opportunity to do that for a long, long time, simply because I will be coming off anabolics themselves, will be trying to reboot the HPT axis and ultimately get healthy again uh, because obviously one day I will want a family. So from right now, I'm just recomping till the end of the year, or recomping slash cruising. I'll probably cruise till the end of the year, but the recomp will be over within about six weeks at maintenance. And then going into prep next year, going to compete in classic bodybuilding is the plan. Um, and then that will be probably in about April time. So setbacks, I would say, in my journey would be just the, I think, and this is the same for anyone that preps, the first time you get so caught up with this, I want to win, I want to do well, I want to do well, and you're comparing, you're contrasting to anyone else. And I'd done that, and you know what? It was the worst thing I could have done uh, because the sense of, and this was all on me, right? The sense of failure after it um, was unbelievable. And you, you, you kind of felt you'd let everyone down when you weren't letting anyone down. There's no expectations on you. So it was only after that I realized that, okay, I needed to change my approach, my mindset towards dieting, and then ultimately show clients what not to do and to make sure that all their values were in place when they were dieting and that life came first and bodybuilding came second and we weren't pushing everyone away and we weren't becoming narcissistic or whatnot just because we simply decided to do a bodybuilding show. So I think that's enough about me and I'm sure you'll learn about me in the um, coming episodes that we do. But other questions I'm just going to touch on would be, Scott asked here, uh, being natural myself, this is Scott saying this, how to train an assisted athlete. Well, Scott, you train them exactly the same as you would train a natural like athlete or, or client or person, whatever you want to say. The difference is they can obviously recover that much better. They can handle more load. Um, in regards to frequency, that's totally person-dependent, but I think you just place... 
you always place a big a big emphasis on progressive overload with everyone, right? But I think with someone that's assisted, there needs to be even more of an emphasis on it for them to get the results and the size that they're looking for. Because usually if someone's on it, it's because they're wanting to get bigger. Or that could be for a show, a photo shoot in the months to come, the, the next year or whatnot. Whereas if someone's natural, you have to then just explain that the training methodologies are the same. It's just going to take a fuckload longer. And ultimately, the person that is on anabolics, that's assisted, will be able to achieve, quote-unquote, quicker results in a shorter time frame. But that's not to say that you can't simply change your body being natural with progressive overload, consistent eating, make sure you're on top of your recovery. I would say a good 90% of the people that I coach are natural, and there's a small percentage of the ones that aren't. Of course, um... People will always have their opinions on anabolics and whatnot. And God, if you followed me earlier on this year, I'm sure at the time I was prepping. Um, God, someone went to to the extent of trying to make a, a fake Instagram profile about me um, because they didn't agree with my life choices. And um, I didn't really react to it or whatnot. But it's just it's just an example that people won't always be happy with what you do. It's just in regards to whether you. Me personally, if something doesn't add joy or value to my life, I simply just get it to fuck and, and don't don't worry about it. And that's exactly what I've done. So back to the question, be natural. Um, you would just train someone exactly the same as you would do if they were assisted. Uh, Clara, which is one of my clients, so is Scott, by the way. Clara asked where to start with overweight gem pop. Now... If you come along to our seminar, me and Ali Burgess seminar, another plug here, um, the last Saturday of this month, this will be covered in detail. But I think just a brief summary of where to start with Gen Pop or with an overweight Gen Pop would be that in regards to programming, you got to keep it so simple. you got to be giving them probably machine-based exercises, ones where they can get really, really stable because they won't have much stability at all and also they won't be that strong. So you've got to be putting them in something that, one, they can feel stable, but they can also feel like they can get strong on. Because if you've got more stability, then ultimately you're going to get, your, your able to, ability to produce force will be higher. So you're going to get more breakdown, more recovery, and ultimately they're going to get stronger. In regards to the nutrition side of things, usually if someone's coming to see you that's overweight and they're gen pop, the gym is still a chore to them. Eating quote-unquote healthy is something that they do not want to do but they are there for health reasons so you've got to start off small right you've got to look at where the diet is now and you've got to start tidying it up and it could be like that they're it could be terrible they could be having three four packets of crisps a day two chocolate bars a day or maybe perhaps they're having three or four and you've got to start off by saying right can we reduce that to one packet of crisps and one chocolate bar and that sounds so bad right but the thing is if you try and go from there that extreme to then oh by the way we're going to uh, put you on low carbs or medium carbs and you're going to have some meals that'll just be chicken and green veg and whatnot they will not stick to that so i think that just from where they're at educating them all the time educate 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 on what calories are what carbs are what fats and the importance of protein and what i do is i'd put that in like a starter pack and i would send that to them on the initial setup and what I would do is every week I'd ask them a question about it and then like 
obviously during sessions there's so much coaching that goes on and coaching cues and whatnot. However, there's nothing wrong with during sessions chatting about food. I do it all the time during the one to ones because there'll eventually come a time where you'll coach, you'll you'll coach, 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 and there'll come a time where they'll be pretty fucking good uh, nailing execution, and then the session becomes about training intensity. And then maybe after a while you can change the program to something a little bit more complex, progress them to more days in the gym, etc, etc. But what I would do is in between sets then, I'd ask them about food. And then every second day, I would be messaging them. Hey, how'd you get on? How's the workout? How's your food going? And then of course, you still want them to check in. You still want them to be accountable. So for that, you're going to have to come up with some sort of simple check-in process. That again, always relating this to the level of the client. If they're an overweight gem pop, they're not going to want to fill in like an Excel spreadsheet. What they might do is they might be okay with sending you photos every week and then like a lengthy Facebook message. And then ultimately that increases accountability, right? So you got your one session a week or two, you text them every second day and they're messaging you once a week with the check in. So you start to then really become that person's go-to with everything fitness related but then they start to they start to not rely on you but what what I'm trying to get at is they become very very accountable and mindful of right well Clara's making an effort to message me I've paid her money and she, you know she's doing a really good job and she's been really supportive so I'm really going to really try hard to avoid overeating and having those four or five chocolate bars or that binge that I usually have and what you'll find is that with each week that with each month that passes you could then start to get a little bit more detailed with okay this is how much protein we want like at first you're probably not going to talk about calories right you're going to talk about portion sizes you're going to use sort of like hands as a as a as a measure of a portion size and then after a wee while because they've read the sheet you've asked them questions they start to be like oh so you know if you weigh out food uh, you know how many grams of carbs are in this packet of rice or whatnot and then it becomes a little bit more detailed and then eventually after a couple of months you can go to uh, meal plans which you know some people don't agree with i still feel i provide them they're great structure um, and I, I i really don't work a lot with um that population at the current moment i just simply don't attract that and more your intermediate to advanced gen pop or your comp prep but ultimately i still think it's like I'll, even if it was a total beginner over at gen pop i would still send over the meal plan itself because i think from your perspective as well just getting started as a coach you want that wow factor and if no one in your gym is doing that and you just say listen look this is some structure it is not the bible it's not the be all end all it's just something for you to get started on they might follow a little bit of it, but then because of your education that you're giving them, they might then say, oh, is that okay to have that, you know, two squares of that galaxy during the day if I'm in within my calories because I've just learned about this calorie limit that you taught me about two weeks ago. You combine that with being on top of progressive overload, their training, their nutrition and adapting the program whatever and when you see fit, ultimately you're going to get results. But I think with any overweight gen pop, you've got about six weeks to make an impression to get some overall weight off because that's all they'll be focused on right or some inches off and then of course you can educate them that it's not all about the scales and whatnot but at first they will have weight to lose so you've kind of got a bit of a six week marker i would say to make a long lasting impression and then of course over time as they become more of an intermediate and um, they might not need as much support and quote unquote babysit babysat and checked up upon 
as much as you might have to do in the initial stages but if that's your niche and that's where you're going into then ultimately it's something you got to consider okay i feel i have ranted on for long enough for the fact this is an introduction podcast there's still a couple of questions that i will address probably in next week or the week afters podcast um the next episode will be covering all things biomechanics in regards to coaching programming what you need to be aware of but also from a client's perspective of what you guys need to be aware of when it comes to training we're also going to talk a little bit about program considerations for different body types but also different levels and where we could then perhaps change some of the mechanics on some machines with our bodies or with you know chains or bands or whatnot and hopefully that'll give you sort of a little taster of what's away to come but the first guest i'll have on will and, and the subsequent ones thereafter um the episodes will be pretty juicy and they will be sort of coaches at the top of their game and the aim is to have at least two guests on a month and you'll get two podcasts with me so that'll be a minimum of four across the month and if there's an opportunity to do more we will do more but if you have anything you would like covered in a podcast what i want you to do is just head over to my instagram page at vw physique and just drop me a message with a topic you'd like covered uh, i'll schedule it in the in the diary in the planner and we'll go from there um, if you know anyone that would be interested in coming on the podcast by all means feel free to recommend them over but a thank you from me if you are listening to this if you are listening to it, if you could pop this on your insta story tag me in it uh, tell your friends leave a little review um if you think it was dog shit that's fine if you think it was absolutely brilliant you're excited then again please do leave accordingly so have a great rest of the week this is monday but by the time this is probably out it'll probably be tuesday and I'll catch up with you soon.